Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash stuffpodcast and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a free title and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash stuffpodcast. My name is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Darth on the Phantom Menace, Wars, and also... Solo Star Wars story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast. The Force is strong with you all. And remember, sit cool. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the Force be with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this edition of the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. My name is David. I'm Colin. And I'm Ray. And this is where we talk about all things Star Wars, and we have a very... Special first topic today. We officially have our very first, I think, website, yes. uh, stuffpodcastnetwork.com. And here with more details is our very own Ray. Okay, so on the website, you can find all the podcasts that fall under the Stuff Network uh, name, which is Star Wars Stuff and Marvel Stuff Podcasts. You can find about info. Uh, about all of us and the hosts and who hosts which podcast. And there are also links to listen to the most recent episode and places you can find uh, on other platforms, uh, both podcasts and ways to support the shows. Awesome job. And I would just like to say awesome job to Ray because she's the one who made it. So she is a wizard. Thank you. No problem. Thank you very much, Ray. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of like a. I think some some listeners have had questions on where else to find us, and this is a very good spot where to go. Yes, stuffpodcastnetwork.com to actually find what other social media we're on and what we actually look like too. I know there's a lot of podcast people listen yeah. to have no idea what the hosts look like, and I. Um, so I actually got recognized the other day, and that <laughs> was really funny because of I thought they were about to come up come up and ask me a question and they were like actually i just wanted to say i'm a i'm a big fan of the podcast and congratulations on the wedding and everything and i was like thank you and i was like that was that was interesting because of I'm, I'm i'm so used to you know seeing them at conventions and stuff so it was pretty cool so That's if so you ever sweet. see us anywhere yeah if, if you ever see us anywhere just come and say hi yeah yep. yeah definitely so, I, I hear so many stories of people saying Oh, I saw you, but I don't want to say anything. It's like, right. yeah, come and talk yeah. to us. We want to we want to hear what you think. We want to get your suggestions or whatever you got to say. I want to hear it. So, yeah. Yep. But with that being said, go and check out the website. But here's the news for this week, which there was actually a decent amount, surprisingly, because of we are getting closer to the book of Boba Fett, which is exciting. But we're also getting news about other projects as well. Um, which, uh, speaking of... Book of Boba Fett, the bingo card is happening. Yes, it is. The bingo yes, card is. mentioned last week is happening for both like, Book of Boba Fett and Kenobi. As soon as we got as soon as we got done with the episode from last week, I saw the group chat and like Ray and David just had all the ideas, like of all like all set to go for the bingo card. So that is going to be fun. Uh, and we're also going to be doing a giveaway soon around the holidays, which is kind of exciting. We are not going to reveal of what the item is. But it's pretty exciting stuff. So look forward to that. Mark your calendar. Definitely. Yeah. 
So yeah, Carl yep. Weathers had a tweet uh, this past week. This is specifically what he typed. Mandalorian season number three begins for yours truly on tomorrow. Grief Cargo will be back on Disney Plus. So yeah, I thought I found it kind of funny that he didn't really say I'm about to shoot. He just said it begins uh, for him. So I don't know if that's like an Easter egg or something like kind of um, we, uh, hidden end up finding in there. That he he just gets his own show. <laughs> Could yeah. be anything, but yeah, I mean, it yeah, feels like, yeah, they're, they're gonna start shooting uh with Grief Karga and uh some other stuff came out as well. But yeah, it's awesome to have Carl Weathers back. I went to Comic Palooza in Houston and uh he did a really big panel, he spoke a lot, and uh, he's a great speaker, he's a great guy, he's been in the game forever. It seems like he spans so many decades from the 70s, 80s, 90s, comedy, drama sports and now star wars and if you saw that very first mandalorian panel that was held in 2019 chicago celebration he was super hyped he was way yeah, more hyped was. than i actually thought he i would ever see him he's an older guy but i mean he still has a lot of energy and he's a former pro athlete as well i believe he was drafted by the raiders uh in the oh, nfl yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah for, he's um for those who don't know who i'm um, like who we're talking about like um he he was in Rocky as well. Like this guy is has been through like a lot of projects. He is a great actor, and and him joining Star Wars was such a smart idea, um, uh, because of they've actually had a bunch of um, I can't think of the um, who who was the older guy in the first season where like he didn't have a real name, uh, but he was like like high up with the Imperials, and then he's the one who gave Mando the mission to go hunt down the child. Oh, the guy with the funny accent? Yeah, yeah, him. Um, uh, uh, he He's done a lot of stuff, too, so it's really interesting um, that they are bringing in, like, these big-name actors and then giving them, like, not main character roles. Yeah, it was Werner Herzog. He's a famous yeah. director more so than being an actor, but he's a great actor, too. Yeah. And I actually have a pop figure behind me. It's somewhere uh, behind me. I saw the movie Jack Reacher, and uh, and he ends up being like the main villain in it. I was like, "Oh, it's the guy from Mandalorian!" Wow. But with the ice cream maker. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, I I am excited for season three. I think season three is going to be good. I know there were rumors that we might see some uh, people from Kashyyyk, and by people, I mean Wookies, which would be really cool to see. Um, and kind and 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 we actually saw like more Wookies like the, for the first time besides the holiday special, of course, and in episode three, um, uh, uh, from episode three, then we jumped to Solo and we saw some some Wookies with Chewie and the scene where they were trying to steal the coaxium, but want to be like full out like interactions with Wookies like like for like normal thing. I think that would be really cool. So I'm curious if that's going to play a big role and we might see Chewie or something. I'm hoping we see Chewie in the book of Boba Fett because of the, that is just a huge opportunity right there of just to bring in, you know, young Han Solo and Chewie in there and be like, wow, Fett, you're still alive. And then they have a shootout in Jabba's palace. I mean, that is just going to bring back so many memories. So that'd be really cool if they did that. And then uh, something David um, and I talked about, this is a potential spoiler. It's kind of out there. 
but there's a rumor that um, at some point Boba is going to be riding a Rancor, uh, and and he's going to be riding it like down like down the main street of Moss Eisley or Moss Espa or something like that. So it sounds like um, like w- w- like with the Book of Boba Fett and then the Mandalorian season three uh, season three is just going to be crazy. It's it, yeah, I'm I'm super excited for it. But yeah. Yeah. You brought up Wookiees. I didn't even think about. I think I did think about it a little bit in the past, but yeah, I really didn't think about it to the extent I am thinking about it now. But I, there is potential for Chewbacca to show up in the Book of Boba Fett. I don't think mm-hmm. anyone's really talked about that potential because adding it to the bingo card. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, Boba Fett is in Jabba's palace. He's there along with Fennec Shand, and of course, the Rancor Pit is directly beneath him. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of one of those things. It's like, I mean, if they over-deliver, I would love to see uh, Yonas Swatomo back in the Wookiee costume, back as the mighty Chewbacca. So that'd be uh, interesting. Uh, um, so remember how in the Bad Batch they ended up uh, getting a different Rancor than the one in Return of the Jedi? Like, how cool would it be if, if that Rancor came back and then was like Boba Fett's new Rancor? And the book of Boba Fett. That would be oh man. What if he could like? What if it was basically like his pet, and he could somehow control him? That would be sick. I mean, he had Malakili as his owner, so I mean, you figure there's some type of like master pet relationship there. Yeah. So can they be controlled? So we actually we actually have seen people ride the rancors and we first saw it in the force unleashed game and then the first one um because the rancors are from the planet felucia uh and uh and the people who live in the planet like were were running rancors i think it was like a boss or something at some point in the game too um so that would be really cool to see that and have the rancors as a pet that would be very intimidating of just like doing like crime meetings and then looking over and then like like the rancor is there and and oh man it's gonna be so yeah cool. the rancor is the muscle <laughs> oh yeah yeah there is a there lot was, of- there was also back in the day a Microsoft Xbox Connect game where you could I move the as the rancor right yeah 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 um I so for the old people that <laughs> like I mean not the old people but the young people that you know never get to play Xbox Connect it was this camera that that, that would sit there. And then it would like follow your motions, and they have this game called. They have this game called Star Wars Connect, and they actually had a mode where you could be the Rancor, and you would just, just go and rampage just different. Uh, and it um and it kind of felt like um like the green screen technology that they would use for the movies, where where like you would wear like the suit that had all the dots on it. And then it would match your emotions, except it was a game. And then you could be a Rancor, a Jedi. You could fly a ship. And th- and then they had the Just Dance version of Star Wars. So if you ever <laughs> hear the song um, uh, uh, Han Solo, which is like their rendition of um, uh, of I'm I'm going solo, but yeah, it's complicated. But but yeah, that would be really cool to see like a Rancor just just going through Moss Eisley and tearing because after um after Return of Je- Return of the Jedi, besides Ma- uh besides Mandalorian, we really don't know what happened at Tatooine. Like we like 
only see it in the glimpse and rise of Skywalker. So it would be cool to go more into like the deeper parts of Tatooine and see it. I know, I know Brooke hates that they keep going back to Tatooine and I, I, but I, I, I think it's great. Well, it's where see, it all I, started. That's what I keep telling her that the, the, quintessential that's Star Wars. Yeah. 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 It's, I mean, it is where the story really began and that's where Luke came from. And that planet has so much history and there's so much mystery in there as well. And that's and there's so I much sand. Explore. There is so much sand. It's cores. Irritating. It gets everybody. Yeah, cores. Yeah. <laughs> shoot. I, I I know I mess up the line every time. But yeah. Um, but I am looking forward to the book of Boba Fett. I'm looking forward to season three of Mandalorian. Um next year's gonna be the year of Star Wars, and then out of nowhere, I guess I've never be heard that before. Yeah, and 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 then next year it's also going to be the year of DC as well. What um uh, wrong podcast? Because, well, yeah, I I know, <laughs> but I think but I think I should address it for like people who are you know when there's going to be a gap of something Star Wars, you you can go check out something DC or Marvel because there's a bunch of stuff coming out next year as well. Uh, but but yeah, um, I want all the bounty hunters and um. And I want that to transition into season three of Mandalorian because I think of seeing like Mando and Bosk and Dengar and like of of just seeing him interact with the other bounty that would be really cool. And um, and actually, because my mind's going all over the place, I apologize, everyone. But we also don't ever talk about how Mando has a history with the Tusken Raiders. I want to see that explored. Because in every season so far, we have seen him interact with the Tusken Raiders like he knows them. And, and and he does the sign language, and he's very peaceful with them. I want to know how that happened. I, I, I think what I want to see is I want to see, like, a real backstory of Mando of from when he was a kid. And then, like, the episode, like, just kind of goes through, like, different phases of him growing up. I would love to see that because there's a lot of stuff that he did um, that was mentioned but we never actually got to see it. I think that would be really cool to see. I totally agree. And speaking yeah. of bounties, Star Wars announced Bring Home the Bounty, which is pretty much like what we had uh, in, in the prior years uh, with uh, the give or not giveaways. I wish there was giveaways. Um, <laughs> but they were they're selling different merch every weekday there's a specific weekday uh for bring home the bounty it will be on tuesdays every tuesday go out to starwars.com and you can see what specific item they are uh, selling and the first couple of items are retro figures for the mandalorian season one season two yeah you could buy figures such as and they're retro figures so they're in the style of the old kenner figures uh bo katan really yeah Boba Fett with the black on, um, presumably in the book of Boba Fett. And they also released this other picture, which kind of made us ask some questions. If you look at week number 10, there's a game controller there. And people automatically kind of thought, well, are they going to release a new game, announce a new game? So that's probably one of the more interesting days. Okay, so here's here's my thing with that. If I think if it should be campaigning any game, it should be the new Lego game because <laughs> they have been so behind on it, and I've been campaigning myself for it. 
but I think that they should definitely, um, you know, maybe move up the date if it's ready. But if it's not, if it's not, but talking about games, they actually announced that in December they are officially releasing a new title. And that makes me excited. Um, and as, so- as soon as I read that announcement, I started playing Jedi Fallen Order again because that that game is phenomenal. And and I and I know a lot of people are hoping it's going to be either going to be the sequel to to Jedi Fallen Order or it's going to be Star Wars Battlefront Three. We know it's not going to be the open world game just yet because of they like said that wouldn't be ready for maybe 2023. If it ends up being that game, I would be very surprised. But it sounds like it's going to either going to be the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order or Battlefront 3. That's the main hope that a lot of fans are hoping for. But yeah. Yeah, so game. if you had a Lego Star Wars game on your Colin Weaver bingo card, you can mark it off. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm really hyped up to see what what's going to be announced. Because if you look at... These squares here, that first square has a Stormtrooper helmet, which I guess can be equated to the retro figures. So this coming Tuesday looks like a Mando helmet. So are we going to get some Mando-centric stuff? Right. But then week three is Bo-Katan, week four. Oh, well, well, so that actually looks like Sabine's symbols on it. Does it? Yeah, here, I'll check. Interesting. Yeah. Do we... I don't think we really know when they're going to start um, dropping stuff, it, it seems like, for rebel-centric type stuff. I think that's going to happen kind of like in the same vein as when they started dropping kind of hints towards what they're going to because they had that Ahsoka Tano lightsaber way before we saw Rosario Dawson in The Mandalorian Season 2. I wonder if that's going to be the case. Uh, yeah, y- yeah, you're right. That belongs okay. to that. That's not Sabine's. It, so it, yeah, Ahsoka, and then you have Grogu on week four. What's the one before Grogu? Captain um, Red. That is Captain. Or week Rex, six. Yeah. I'm sorry. Week six looks yeah. like Grogu. Week yeah. five is Captain five Rex. Is Captain okay. Rex. Week seven that's is a Tuscan. Um, week eight is a Gonk Droid, so most likely that's going to be the Bad Batch. Uh, and then week nine is going to be Lucasfilm 50th merch because this is the 50th anniversary of Lucasfilm, as it is the 50th anniversary of Disney. And then week 10 is probably the most, it's probably the big one that I'm intrigued by. And then week 11 is. Is, is probably going to be the book of Boba Fett. And that's going to be really cool merch because that's going to be like our sneak peek of what is going to be in that season. And then week 12, uh, I'm guessing that might be the High Republic. Yeah, because you have that High Republic looking saber there. I was going to yeah. say, based on how small it is on my screen, it looks like a sonic screwdriver from Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> crossover, the big crossover yeah. yet to be announced. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Yep. So... There's a lot of stuff to look forward to that week, um, uh, like in the upcoming weeks. And then we're also um, going to be getting the game announcement, which I'm so I mean, I know I play and David plays a little bit. Ray, do you play games at all or not really? No, no. I don't have a game system. Oh, that's OK. I should have a friend who has a game system. That's what I should get. Ah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, but. 
a lot of people were thinking it's either going to be Star Wars Battlefront 3 or Jedi Fallen Order 2 because the first game of Jedi Fallen Order did amazing. The like cast for it was awesome. The storyline was perfect. I know a lot of people thought that somehow um, when the new uh, season of Mando came out in season two, people thought thought that possibly at the end of the episode, it wasn't going to be a Luke Skywalker moment. It was going to be a Cal Kestis moment. And I thought that was interesting. I was like, man, like that character made a huge impact on, on our community. That's awesome. Uh, and, 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 and I love that game so much that for Christmas, we are getting a 3d printer and, uh, uh, and my wife and I, our, our first build is going to be a like life-size version of, of BD one, which is the droid in the game. Mm -hmm. And, and he, and he acts like a, he kind of acts like a dog, but he's a droid. So he's like super cute and stuff. And I was like, that'd be awesome to have. Um, and I've been talking with Hunter and he's like, bro, like you should get one. And Sam told me too. So it was like, boom. So I went to go ask him for Christmas and I was like, awesome. So, um, but going back to the game, uh, I, I think it's, I wanted to be stars battlefront three, but I got a feeling it's going to be Jedi fallen order two, because with stars battlefront three, traditionally when it comes after the second game, the third game always crashes and never makes it. Um, uh, it never, uh, comes to pass and if it does star wars battlefront 3 that would be the first game of the star wars battlefront franchise to actually turn into like a like a real like sequel to the second game um it's 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 complicated and it's it's like a long story to explain but traditionally they never make it past a second game in the star wars battlefront franchise like officially to like main consoles but yeah so that is yeah, my take. I totally wouldn't have been mad if it was Cal Kestis at the end of Mandalorian season two. No, you prefer no. to be Luke like they did, but uh, I did not think they would do Luke just, just no one thought they'd do Luke. It was all no, wishful. No, I, 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 I didn't think it was going to be Luke because of it was so complicated. So like, I kept thinking, it was like, well, if they did Ezra, that would be a good transition into it. Uh, if it ended up being Ahsoka again, I mean, I guess that would be cool, but I would be like, all right, like, like, like she's back. And then, uh, and then some people were like Samuel Jackson, Mace Windu, and I was like, "There's no way, there's no way that he would come in because of I, I, I think he's only done like one TV show ever, and that's when he came back for Agents of Shield for, um, for like a. Well, I don't a couple think that of... really matters if it's a TV show or a movie. I mean, if oh, it's really? Star Wars, he's he's probably gonna come back because he's been wanting to come back. He's yeah. been like, yeah, okay. advertising it. I want to come back, and Jedi's can survive from yeah, falling from really high. Yeah, nice. I'm retracting that statement because he's going to be <laughs> in the Marvel um, show Secret Invasion. Right, right. So, yeah, so I was like, no. Yeah, so that is something he he, he would probably do. Uh, but and, and then, you know, at some point, a lot of people thought it was going to be Plo Koon, which that was possible. Well, um, they had it in the script. Yeah. And that's who Katie Sackhoff saw that it was going to be. But the weird thing was when how, the, how they shot that. No one was there on set except for Mark Hamill. And the actor that that was like his body double, mm -hmm. and then Filoni and awesome. Favreau, yeah, yep. But yeah, I it was still one of the biggest surprises in Star Wars history. I actually have that screenshot of David, Sam, and I like watching it like at <laughs> three o'clock in the morning of like having that. I'll never forget you saying, David, David, David. I'm like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs>
I'm like, what yeah. are you looking at? <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, yep. Here it is, right here. This is gonna be funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was because if you remember back, someone on Twitter made a photoshopped version of those character posters they're releasing after each episode that yeah. highlighted the character that was introduced or that was like heavily on screen. And someone did one of Sebastian Stan with like Mark Hamill's haircut, and it looked pretty cool. And I posted it on our official Twitter account, and. That there was I, a lot. There was a reaction to it. There's a. There wasn't a whole lot of reaction to it because I mean, well, if you follow I mean, the show, I mean, you know, a lot of us, most of us, love Luke Skywalker. So it like did you know show up on Good Morning America where where uh, where Sebastian Stan was on there and they're like, hey, like we have a message from Mark Hamill and Mark Hamill said something about it, like, oh hey, if you're interested in playing me, let me know. I would love that. And then you know all, all the fans went crazy because of it. it because of for some reason he looks very similar to Mark Hamill, um, uh, but I think if they went forward with the character, I think they could totally, they could totally do that. In my opinion, um, uh, because of he's a great actor and he does great with Marvel and stuff, so it'd be really cool to see. Uh, but yeah, so going back to the whole like games and everything, um, uh, I want it to be Battlefront Three. I love Jedi Fallen Order too, but I think Star's Battlefront Three. Um, should happen because of at the end of when they were doing Battlefront Two, they were about to work on Ahsoka and Ventress, and and they were thinking about adding Coruscant, and then they cut ties. Um, uh, like they were okay. Now we got to start working on the new battlefield, and then they were like, "All right, we're done." And then apparently they have been working on Battlefront Three, but they've been in secret because of they want the game to be perfect. And some some leaks have happened where it's going to focus on Ahsoka and Ventress at first as like their first main heroes, and then Coruscant will end up being like their first main planet, which would be really cool. Um, but we won't know until that game announcement. And then I feel like if Battlefront Three isn't announced that that um, like is not the game that's announced, then Battlefront Three is probably not going to happen, unfortunately. So hopefully we don't have to wait another 10 years and they're like here's another star wars battlefront and then it's just a restart of everything again so hopefully we get a star wars battlefront 3 soon but yeah that's yeah so battlefront 2 it got like a bad rap on it at first um, at first when it launched but then after like it came to the end it was a really good game the like customization's pretty good the um the planets and the game modes are perfect all the heroes like perfect like the only thing i would change with the heroes is 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 add ahsoka and ventress and then for the planet i would have added coruscant but those were in the works those planets were in the like all that stuff i just said was in the works and then uh and then like they like had to move over to battle battlefield and then they canceled it and they were like all right we are we are cutting off adding more stuff to the game and then as soon as they did that, their um uh their uh spike in in players joining the game went higher than it did at launch. And th- because we wanted more Star Wars Battlefront, because as soon as they stopped with it, it started getting really good. So hopefully it ends up being Battlefront 3. But uh, but if it ends up being Jedi Fallen Order 2, I'm 100 percent fine with that as well. Because that, that was a great game. I'm I'm replaying the campaign right now, and I I remember how like 
how I fell in love with the game. I was at that panel at Star Wars Celebration too. So I've got the poster right. Oh, hang on. A right there. Yeah. So yeah, no, I oh, I love that. I have that poster. I don't know. I don't think you were at that panel. But I think I got that poster though. Oh really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, like a. Uh, I'm trying to remember the exact way it happened. But there was a guy who had a lot of posters, and I was talking to another podcaster, and he's like, hey, did you want some of these posters? I got like a bunch of them, and I was like, sure. I didn't know what exactly was in there, but there, I think there was, I'm not sure which game, but that poster that you have looks very familiar. I just haven't hung it up yet. I have it like in storage. They were but, also giving out pins as well. I have my pin somewhere. I gotta, I gotta yeah. remember where I put that pin. But yeah, but yeah. So games. Yeah. So so I think the way it went was Battlefront One had the like really bad rap on it, just simply for the fact that there's like no campaign. And then for Battlefront Two, they added a campaign, and I think it was like received a whole lot better. But see, for me personally, the fact that they went to Lucasfilm and went into the archives and used all the sounds and the sound design and the music. It was like, like a perfect game for me. I was so shocked uh, how, like how horribly received it was. But then they talked about how they like the whole like gambling aspect of it. And they modified that on the fly. Yeah. Oh, Oh, of the, of the pay to play system. Yeah. That was not a good call. They like fixed that right away. My mm. older brother, who who like who plays a lot, he has a PC and and all that stuff. He said that that the first game was not good, but the graphics were outstanding, and that's why he um uh like the main reason why he played is because at the time, um like those like graphics were like the best for like a lot of yeah. games, and then when Star Wars Battlefront Two came out, it continued. And um uh and the campaign is really good by the way and th- that campaign is canon it does fall into Force Awakens and um yeah, uh, yeah and it spawned the character Iden Versio yeah yeah and there's a chance that 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 actress could always pop yeah. up in live action like always. yeah Janina Gavankar she yep. she is also a huge Star Wars fan yes yeah um yeah. Uh, she was the puppeteer for the. Um, Mon Calamari, who was wearing the sweatshirt from yeah, this can buy off of Amazon, yeah, yeah, yep. So <laughs> she was there, but... yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what was the next thing we wanted to talk about here? Uh, we talked about Bring Home the Bounty, which is every Tuesday. We talked about the potential video game, so. The other thing that I found interesting was uh, I think uh, Camille Nanjiani, who is going to be in the Obi-Wan Kenobi Kenobi series. Yeah. Yeah. And he. Yeah. And he has a very interesting story. Um, I knew a little bit about his backstory. I didn't know exactly what the details were. I knew. His character? No, uh, of his oh, life, okay. the actor. Oh, okay, his life. I was like, his character? Wait, what? Okay. Because, yeah. yeah, his... Well, I mean, there's a lot on his character now. Not not a whole lot, like, traditionally. But for Star Wars fans, there's there's a lot there. And I guess I'll go to the article 
Um, if I can find it here, I know I- a lot of people were thinking he's playing a droid, but he's pretty ripped. So I'm thinking that he could probably play as he could play uh, Inquisitor if he wanted to. Yeah, I don't think he's playing an Inquisitor because he talks about he he gave an interview and he kind of spilled a little bit. I'm not sure if he got in trouble for this, but um, it's it's not like heavy spoilers or anything. But he uh, he, he might have been thinking like, oh hey, I'm part of the Marvel family now. You know, since I'm part of Star Wars, they won't fire me. <laughs> right. So this these are a couple of quotes that he gave uh, to an interviewer. Um, he says, my agents called me, and this is about him getting Cassie. My agents called me, and it was it was the whole group of them that never call you. And I was like, okay, this is either amazing news or really awful news. And they're like, they want you to play a part in Obi-Wan. And apparently it's substantial. So then I talked to the director, Deborah Chow, and we had a great conversation. And the character sounded awesome. I was so excited about the character. We haven't seen this exact thing in Star Wars yet. This is like a new version of a type of Star Wars character we've seen before. And she was trying to tell me on it. And I was like, I was going to do it before the conversation. Okay. So we have that. It's a substantial character. It's not quite a character we've seen before in the past. Yeah. But it's something that we have seen before is what he kind of said. Right, right. So who, 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 like... That could be anyone, well, though. It sounds like it's a variation of something we've seen before. Yeah, right. Like, is it is it a it, it is it him? Does he have? Lines? I don't think it's Max <laughs> Rebo. What would what would a variation of Max Rebo even be? Because it's not going to be Max Rebo. Yeah, it could be his dad. I don't know. Could be his yeah, dad. No. Oh man, I'm, I'm trying to. So see maybe. This just came How to cool me. Would it be if he played a Gungan? He could play a Gungan. I could. Yeah, but playing. on the sands of Tatooine, I don't think so. Georgia Banks went there too at some point. I'm thinking it's a character from Tatooine. That's what it really feels like. It feels like Ooh. we're gonna jump into this thing, and Obi Wan Kenobi is gonna be friends with this character, and it feels okay. like it's possible that Obi Wan may have needed help. I'm trying to say this the best way possible. Yeah, needed help. And maybe he needed some type of like service droid or something to just help with stuff, you know, almost no, almost David. like a no, David, a, um, I don't get where you're going from. Please <laughs> explain what you're talking about. So, I mean, maybe he had like a helper type droid. And we just maybe he had his own like C-3PO kind of. And maybe that purchase was made from the Jawas off of one of their Jawa transports. Uh, maybe I like. I mean, he's pretty isolated. Like, is he is he going to be like a main character in the show? Well, yeah. Wasn't C three PO kind of a main character in the show? Well, yeah, but I don't know if like he I mean I could a lot of people were thinking he could play a protocol droid. I could totally see him doing that, but at the same time I'm just like of his comment that he made, it sounded like he was playing something bigger. Something that we um th- 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 that we haven't seen before, but we have seen before. 
So it could be like a character that we have seen before, but like for a like C three PO, it would not be C three PO. I don't think you're like, gonna have any main characters other no. than Obi Wan and Anakin. Really, I mean, those are the two yeah. main characters, and everyone else is kind of. Just I mean, and uh, and and, and, periphery. and and the voice cameos of Liam Neeson and James Earl Jones and stuff. But um, that's what we're suspecting. Yeah. Well, yeah. According I to mean, our bingo it, card. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, shoot. I don't know. That's a good one. And I don't think that the simple fact that he's ripped now and he got ripped for the Eternals, which will come out in two weeks. I don't think that has anything to do with anything. No, but at the same time, when he was filming that, it was just when he got done with the Eternals, then they started doing stuff for Kenobi. So there is a chance that like. I could see him playing. I, I don't know. I like. I I think his talents are would be. You know, I would be fine with he was a droid, but he um he's been wanting to get into more serious roles, so I could see him being a Sith Inquisitor. Um, uh, Sith Inquisitors are kind of crazy. Well, um, see, I just read an article then, describing the opposite. He wants to get back to comedy. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, interesting. Because he loves comedy so much, he says. So yeah, he I think he delivered that article to like men's health because yeah, he did get so ripped. He's like a totally different person now. But yeah, he his his beginnings were doing podcasts. He created a podcast along with another comedian and he's done stand-up comedy. And of course, he made his life story into a film, I believe an Amazon film, which was called The Big Sick, which was based on and written alongside his now um and his he, he's been married to her for a while, but they co-wrote a movie and he got nominated for an Academy Award for the screenplay about his journey. He's Pakistani. He grew up in Pakistan and then he came over to the States when he was um, a teenager and he's got a, he's got several degrees from universities in Iowa, I believe. And he started podcasting and then he had bit parts um, on some films. And of course, he blew up kind of... I think it was... I think it was the like most critically acclaimed independent film of 2017. That's what really got him noticed. I had known of him before, um, before then um, he was kind of in the, I guess the nerd pop culture zeitgeist. Cause I know Chris Hardwick had referenced him several times on his podcast. And um, once he did that, I think he got a few more roles. And then of course he got cast in the Eternals and He's, um, I mean, his trajectory is just kind of going through the roof here. But he did say he wanted to get back to comedy. And I think he's a lot like us and that he's he's a huge Star Wars fan. Because when you look at that quote, he was going to say yes to Star Wars no matter what. I think all of us would say yes to Star Wars if they wanted us just to play like a rock on Tatooine, you know. I mean, it's it's an incredible thing to be wanted and asked to be in anything on film or TV for Star Wars. And yeah, that's where he's at right now. And I think he's going to kill it. I think he's a funny guy. I hope they utilize his his comedic talents. Because to me, it feels like, I mean, you would cast him in a role that kind of had comedic elements to it. And a protocol droid would be perfect. But it is interesting to, to, to read that and him saying that it's not something that we've quite seen before. Yeah, because of as 
so maybe a mix of characters that, yeah because as soon as you heard that like i i started thinking like what is he oh man i'm uh or or, or maybe or maybe he uh, okay so on mustafar that like planet is like you know is kind of sith ish and it's got you know you know they're like maybe you know voices or like you know you know something like that you could maybe play one of the sith lords of the past or something like that and he has like that sith like kind of voice or something like that i mean i wouldn't mind him playing a droid but i just think that he has a bigger role than than just a droid i don't know what if he's a force ghost yeah a sith forced ghost is what is that what you're not okay so those are all right so those are kind of canon because of in um in the arc and the clone wars of mortis where this um there's a the leader scene that never made it but um the son actually talks to um darth malik and he talks to darth raven and and they appear to him as force ghosts and then uh and then we also um uh see uh you know uh um sith you know kind of talking like you know not force ghost there but kind of like what qui-gon did did mm-hmm. um where like he talks as a voice or whatever um f- from the beyond there's always that possibility as well um uh that i could see because of i i don't mind him being enjoyed but i just think he has a larger role and it would be cool for them to you know kind of explore more of the of you know of darth vader's castle and you know possibly you know m- more than the Lego terrifying tales thing, um, because that was just weird. Uh, but in live action, like make it a more serious, and then maybe him, you know, being one of the voices, like of of you know where, because of I, I feel like Darth Vader is going to be isolated on that planet, and then he's going to hear like these voices and stuff, and then you know it might turn into where he sees stuff from the past and stuff like that, which everyone's going to be blown away if they do that. But yeah. I I I wouldn't mind him being a droid, but I think he's got a larger role. So there's another quote here I wanted to read. Um, this is from so Kumail Nanjiani on his experience meeting Ewan McGregor, and he says, "I had this moment. I'd heard Ewan McGregor was super nice, and then we got to know each other a little bit, just hanging out and talking. Then there was this weird moment when I'm talking to Ewan, and they yell, action." And he started talking to me. And I was like, oh, I'm talking to Obi-Wan right now. This is not Ewan McGregor. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi I'm talking to. Then you killed my theory. And that's fine. But you should have led with that instead of me coming up with the weird theory of over at Mustafar. Thanks a lot, man. (laughs) And then he says, my character is supposed to be a little bit intimidated by him. And I was a little bit intimidated. You know, it's effing Obi-Wan. What are you going to (laughs) do? Okay. Well, now that opens up a whole... Jeez, now I'm guessing. That's so weird. What character could he be playing? I don't know, but it's super interesting, though. I'm going to have to think about that. Do you have any thoughts, Ray? Maybe I'm Googling something. Oh. I feel like it, it could be a Gungan. I, I don't know. I could see him playing a gun gun. I think that would be funny. I think that would be a great way to bring that race of people back in. 
So yeah, we all figure that Obi-Wan's gonna leave Tatooine. And I wouldn't think a Gungan would be on Tatooine. He'd have to meet him like on, on a transport boom. ship where it'd be like history repeating itself. He met Jarja and now he's gonna meet another Gungan. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, that the heavens in Star Wars, I mean, because if you think about it, New Hope, Force Awakens, very similar. Yeah, but he said it's something we've not quite seen before. Okay, so in this way, so I mean, Binks, yeah. <laughs> Jar Jar's apprentice. I'm yeah, I'm yeah. thinking, man. But yeah, I'm super happy for the guy. He's he's in Marvel. He's in Star Wars. He's basically hit the jackpot here. Oh yeah, so. no, I am. I am super thrilled. I think. I think. Uh, well, I know that Kenobi's going to be good. I was actually, um, uh, somebody came up to me and I got new boots for work and somebody came up to me and was like, oh, are you excited for Kenobi too? And I was like, yeah, I am. Why? And he's like, because of, from some leaked images, we like kind of saw his costume and the boots that you're wearing are, are very similar to the, like almost identical to the ones that he wears in the show. I'm like, no, I uh, I got these off of Amazon, uh, and these are Skechers. And he was like, "What?" And then I was like, "Yeah." So uh, I was like, "Cool, I got I got some shoes from Kenobi without even knowing." There you go. Uh, but uh, but I am I'm I'm very excited for that series. Uh, I am work I'm 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 really excited to see you know Anakin as Vader, and uh, I'm working on my I'm working on my Anakin Skywalker costume, and Brooks working on her Ahsoka Tano costume. So we're super excited um, to get this approved and stuff. And I'll, I'll even be more excited to see the duel between Anakin. I mean, well, between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan again. Oh, it's going to be so good. Okay. Yeah, I, I posted. Oh, go ahead, Ray. My my guess, I had to look up the name and a picture of what he looked like just to be sure. But um, my guess is Annie's friend on Tatooine. Uh, Mister. <gasps> Kidster, I didn't even think about that. Oh, that would be so That's good. good yeah. <laughs> that would be so good. Oh my god, Ray! I just wanted to say that's card. so wizard. Put that on the bingo card. It's Kidster. going on the bingo card. That would be so good. That would. Oh my gosh! Yes, yes, I love that. I love that. That, that would was, be. That's oh. that's my guess. I don't know how that's something we haven't seen before, but maybe it's like whatever role that if that if he plays cool. that character whatever like yeah uh like position or job or yeah whatever that character evolved into being would, would be something that. that we haven't necessarily seen before oh man yeah but uh, they're on tattoo yeah. yeah kumail nanjiani he's 43 years old does that work i think the actor uh, well well hang on well let's see I think it does work. We I mean, we like jump from the Phantom Menace to Attack of the Clones. That's ten years, and then Attack of the Clones from Revenge of the Sith. That is three years, and then um, from this point in time from Kenobi from Re- Revenge of the Sith is another ten years. So that's twenty three years. Um, the actor who played Kitster originally was born in nineteen eighty eight. Okay, so. So Kumail was born in 1978. I'd rather just he have was the 11 or 9? He was 9? Okay. 
So yeah, so she would fall around that age then. Oh, she would definitely fall around that age then. Interesting. Let me double check. At this point, I I, I think it would be cool just to have the actor who played he was eleven come back. He's and, doing and, my math wrong. So uh, he was eleven when he filmed the Phantom Menace. Okay, so it's almost around the time. Yeah. Okay. But you said well, he was born in nineteen eighty eight. Yeah. Okay, so Kumail's ten years older than him. But yeah, I think it would work though. I think it would work if he was if he would play Kidster. That would make a lot of sense. Uh, wow. Yeah. That would be Kid Oh man. I would I would love to see Kidster. I um how cool would it be if like he like ended up going back to Tatooine like for something or Kidster w- was with Obi-Wan like on his adventure and and Obi-Wan invaders started fighting and he's like Kidster? Yeah. This is so wizard, man. How are you? <laughs> uh, I'm doing great. I'm I'm uh I'm uh I have robot arms and legs now, but how are you? How's Tatooine? Uh, yeah, so what and- about this though? What if Kidster was like the court jester for Jabba? <laughs> Bringing the comedic <laughs> aspect of it all? That would be <laughs> I you know what? Ray has a good theory right there. I would definitely put that in the bingo card. You you heard it here first from our our uh, podcast member Ray. That yeah, Kidster comes in. That was her thing. I haven't heard anyone talk about Kidster, so that would be really cool. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that just came to me, but that feels solid to me for some reason. Yeah, I could definitely see Kidster. That 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 would be really cool. <laughs> really cool. I would love. But it that. would also make sense why. Um, why like his character is so intimidated is like because he said his character is intimidated by obi-wan um and kidster the only experience he has probably with jedi was qui-gon yeah and he wouldn't have met obi-wan because obi-wan didn't go into tatooine he stayed on the ship And this also would not be the first time that we saw someone from the Phantom Menace reappear because if you go to uh, if you go to Solo, you actually see uh, Warwick Davis come back and reprise the role Weasel that he made a small cameo in, in the Phantom Ma- in the Phantom Menace during the Potteracer scene. Um, uh, he's the guy with like the long hair, and then he ends up playing that character again in Solo, um, uh, which is really cool. So that would be cool to see another character from phantom menace i would uh, like a lot of characters from phantom menace to reappear oh just saying <laughs> like who right well there's at least five of them <laughs> sabe padme kanye i thought you were gonna actually try and name them no. can you do it though no you know i can't corday we wrong movie Oh. <laughs> Harambe. Got Sabe, Padme, Erte, Yane, Rabe, Kanye, Harambe, Sashe, Rabe. I think it's all of them. <laughs> nice. Once I start saying all those A's, I get a little lost in it. <laughs> yeah, it's understandable. But yeah, no. Um, Shoot, yeah, no, I am excited for Kenobi. I'm up next year's gonna be awesome because it's gonna be Star Wars left and right. It will be like this year with Marvel, but with Star Wars, and it's yeah, it's it's gonna be so cool, guys. It's gonna be awesome. 
Um, and we are also uh, getting the we are getting the Endor series. We're also getting uh, a couple of other uh, different things in the world of Star Wars. It's super exciting. Yeah, Book of Boba Fett's going to bleed into 2022. The majority of it will be in January. So, January, February. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that should be yep. cool. So, let me stuff. ask Ray this. Who do you think, since since you had a really great pick for Kumail, who do you think O'Shea Jackson Jr. is going to play? Because I've heard no one mention him. No one talk about it. That's basically Ice Cube That's the Jr. son of Ice Cube, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He was in Godzilla. What's his name he again? Was? O'Shea Jackson Jr. Yeah. O'Shea Jackson Jr. Yeah, he was in the the middle Godzilla film, I believe. Hmm. Do we have any information? Oh about yeah, yeah. We have like? zero information on who he's playing. He actually does look like Ice Cube. That's uh, that's really funny. I don't have any ideas. Who can tell? That's his son. That's interesting casting. Huh. Yeah, cool. I don't know. My guess is probably a new character. Hmm. Well, there you go. It's going to be Kid Stewart and a new character. You heard it here first. Anybody <laughs> else you want me to take a whack at? <laughs> Who is going to play this guy right here? Who's going to play in India or India? Varma? And Dira Varma, I'm sorry. Um. Okay. So, all right. So, I think, uh, she will be part of the Empire in some way. I think Rupert would be an Inquisitor as well. I don't know who. Who is Benny Safdie? Who Who's that? He's actually an acclaimed director, and I think this is one of his first oh. acting things. Oh, okay, 10-4. Okay, interesting. Yeah, going from left to right, very top. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Darth Vader, Moses Ingram, probably some type of Inquisitor. Um, Joel Edgerton um, will be Uncle Owen, Bonnie P, Sant Baru, Kumail Nanjiani, Kitster, you heard it here first, from yeah. Ray. Uh, Indira Varma, someone I on think- the... Empire, I, 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 possibly. I don't know why, but I think she would play a Sith Inquisitor. I, 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 I could see her playing one of the Inquisitors. She has see... that look to her, right? Yeah. Yeah, she has really sharp features. Yeah. Hubert Friend is probably part of the Empire in some way. Um, I think. I think... O'Shea Jackson Jr. feels like. Rebellion. I feel like he would play a light side character, but I don't know who. And then for Sung Kang, I um I, I believe they already said that he's gonna be that he his character involved. Heavy that. rumors are saying yeah, that he's heavy probably rumors, gonna be so, yeah yeah like an then, inquisitor. Simone Castle, I could see her being like a Jedi from like the past that survived Order sixty six or something. And then I could see Penny Safdie doing the same thing where like he survived as well. Huh. Now I'm thinking Benny could be like a protocol droid. <laughs> really? I have never seen a Mac, so I don't know. Yeah, it feels like there has to be some type of C-3PO type character. 
And as much as I'd love to see a Gungan, I don't think we're going to get that, unfortunately. You are just crushing my dreams. <laughs> I think we're way more likely to see Max Rebo than see a Gungan. And we are going to in the Book of Boba Fett. And you're all <laughs> going to be like, wow, Colin was right. But yeah, going from one actor in Star Wars to a veteran actor that was in Star Wars that, in my opinion, was greatly underused is Andy Serkis. Mm. Of course, DC fandom happened. I know this isn't the Marvel Stuff podcast where they talk about... I can't believe this. But he is Alfred Pennyworth in the new The Batman film starring Robert Pattinson as the Batman. He was the person that played Snoke. He's he's the guy from the Force Awakens trailer that was like, there's been an awakening. Have you felt it? Who's that guy? So yeah, speaking of careers, his career has gone into the stratosphere. He's a part of the biggest franchises of all time now. Yeah. Starting with the Lord of the Rings. Then he went on. He he was Gollum in the Lord of the Rings. He was the voice and and, and he did the the motion capture. He did the performance capture for the Lord of the Rings. And of course, he directed, he was a second unit director for the Hobbit trilogy. That's Mm -hmm. where he got some directing chops. And he also had, all before that, I believe, he was an actor in a Jennifer Garner film as well. I think it was 13 going on 30, actually. No way. Yeah. What? Yeah. He's he's almost recognizable. Yeah. He's towards the very end, and I believe he's holding a microphone at like the the ending of the film. But yeah, he's in that. Then he did Lord of the Rings, and he was Gollum, of course, again. He reprised the role. And the Hobbit trilogy, and he was second unit director. And then he jumped over to the Planet of the Apes franchise and was Caesar. And he did that for three films, and he got more experience with performance capture. And he worked with the director, Matt Reeves, who's now directing the Batman. And of course, before that, he was in Marvel as Ulysses Claw for uh, Avengers Age of Ultron and Black Panther. And then he actually did show up back in the new Marvel What If series as well. Did he? He did. Hmm. Yeah, I got. He nope. wasn't thirteen going on thirty. He played hmm. uh, Jenna's boss. Okay. Yeah, he so, does yeah, look really he's... different. I got a photo pulled up of him right now. <laughs> yeah, he. It shocked me because I think it was on the, on the TV. Yep. Yep, he looks way younger. And he just recently this year directed Venom for Sony. Yeah. He oh, did. really? So yeah, he he directed. He was the director for Venom. Um, Let there be carnage. So yeah, he's done Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Spider Man, Sony, Marvel, Planet of the Apes, and now he's in DC with the Batman. And of course, in Star Wars, he was Supreme Leader Snoke. And, of course, in The Last Jedi, he met his demise. But I thought he did a really great job with that voice. And I totally expected him to live it out, at least until the end. But, of course, we got what we got. He was totally shocked. We talked about it a few podcasts ago. I think but, last week. Yeah. But Andy Serkis is in the new the Batman trailer that was just released for yeah. DC Fandom. And I love him. He's one of the guys I always makes me smile when I learn that he's in a specific project or going to act in something. He'll always be Smeagol and Gollum to me though. Yeah. I think that'll be 
yeah, the, yeah. The, the biggest the biggest thing on his obituary. Yeah, I I I, I love his acting style so much. <laughs> so I'm no like That's an old Ray, person saying Ray. Yeah, yeah. Ray no, made that. It's face. just so sad. It's so sad to think about. <laughs> well, he made a huge impact. Like I feel no like to if think that the... like someone's writing his obituary. Oh, that's oh. what's sad. Well, all news organizations, <laughs> yeah, all major news organizations start writing when someone's that famous i think they start writing it and i think Ugh. i think he had he, i don't think what could he possibly do to kind of overshadow or kind of do something bigger that's bigger than what he established with Gollum Smeagol he could do the <laughs> max rebo <laughs> he could do the motion capture he could do it and he's a really good actor a really really yeah. good actor I think he's he is a top tier actor. I agree. He might have the he might not have the name recognition, but I mean he always brings it. And he did develop something called the Imaginarium, where it's a huge warehouse and it's like a big motion capture, a uh, performance capture studio. And I know Tom Hardy approached Andy Circus before the first Venom film. And they got together and he gave them pointers and tips on how to do the performance capture for Venom. And then when it came time where they're going to select a different director, Tom Hardy threw in Andy Serkis' name and that's how he got the job. That's pretty and of cool. course he had that experience on The Hobbit, so he's done things. But yeah, I just wanted to highlight that. I, Like I said before, Andy Serkis is, is pretty cool. And his following his career has been really interesting mm. really interesting yeah so i think that's all i got you guys got anything else no no uh they um this is an exciting time because now we are starting to get into like the announcement like kind of period of where we are going to be getting new um merchandise and stuff and then don't forget november 12th is disney is disney plus day so most likely then is when we'll get a new trailer um, uh, for for some of the new Star Wars projects, including Kenobi and or and Book of Boba Fett, hopefully by then, because we have had no trailer at all for that. And they have done that in the past with the other shows as well. So we'll see. But hopefully we will get, you know, teasers and trail more trailers and actual like a set picture of Obi-Wan. That would make my year. Besides of me getting married, of course, but like of just seeing, <laughs> <laughs> of seeing that picture of Obi Wan and his original—well, not his original costume, but like in costume—that would be awesome. That would be so cool. So I am, I'm, I'm excited, guys. It's, it's getting here. We're almost there. Stay on target. Yeah, it feels more and more like we're gonna get a Boba Fett trailer for November twelfth. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that. I mean, they might as well. Mm-hmm. Do you have any closing thoughts, Ray? Uh, check out our website. Yeah, our website. It's cool. up. It's it's really cool. Like, oh man, yeah. No, I I I will say I've been campaigning for our website for a while, and Ray, you like crushed it. It looks fantastic. So, thanks, uh, guys. Yeah, I, would, I guess I'd if check there's if like the listeners have any like suggestions of what they want to see on the website, because there's there's got to be something that we missed putting up there yeah 
I believe uh, I, I I was looking through it and I believe there is a um I believe oh there it is oh. uh there there is a uh tab where you can contact us on there too. Yep. Um I saw that so that that's pretty cool and then and then we can read your comments in there because of on Instagram or Facebook it's kind of um sometimes those messages don't always get just directly but these messages from the website will so check out the website we are about to post it on all of our social media pages so that's everything that's all i got that's all yeah there it is star wars stuff there you go podcast Podcast. (laughs) feature to it did you i don't know there's a lag there (laughs) all right well all right yeah for colin ray i'd be calling to it my name is david this is the star wars stuff podcast may the force be with you Always. Always. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys.